the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. back sovereign minds uh, part two uh today is actually january 3rd uh and the title of this one's going to be millionaires and billionaires uh because we kind of wanted to uh talk about this before we get to the rest of the show yeah we hit on the money a little bit on the right. last one but now we want to kind of dive deeper into it so mm-hmm. i wanted to get this out there because there's so much scuttlebutt and uh mudslinging and everything else going on out there as far as this money and 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 that you know the recall was number one financed by uh, a, a millionaire from out of state uh you know everybody knows who we're talking about you know anselmo and uh, and uh, I w- took a little bit of umbrance to that because the recall was not fin- financed at all. Maybe a very small chunk. Uh, I don't know all the numbers exactly. My sister probably does. <laughs> uh, pretty close. But uh, the thing is that uh, the recall was financed by us doing fundraisers. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, the recall folks, and you know, this was stay-at-home moms and grandmas and business owners, and there were hundreds of people involved in the recall and it was absolutely a grassroots effort they did over three different fundraisers and generated over $150,000 which was the amount it it took to do mailers and TV and radio and petitions they sent out three official petitions and so they raised that money all on their own and they 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 did that um, through the community, and hundreds of people donated in on yes. that. Now, it was true that Mr. Breverge and Selmo did donate them $50,000, which they didn't use towards anything right. towards the recall. So, you know, in fact, when Mike Mangus did that report and I talked to him afterwards, I said, Mike, you, you really did a, a disservice when, Gee, you, when you come out with that's that. That's a shocker. Yeah, it's a shock. And I said, you know, these people worked hard, you know, all summer raising money, getting signatures. Not getting signatures. Yeah. I mean, I know personally, me and my sister walked a lot of precincts. Yeah, we did. Right. You know, drove around <laughs> through that whole burnout area up there up in uh, Keswick and the lion's share of the money came here locally and, and the lion's share of work and effort all came was, local all came local right. yeah you know and and you guys worked hard you did every every people did everything they knew how to do it is not easy to get a recall of this size going forward well, I'll tell you we, we learned a ton of things about uh, organization and skill what and to do, al- what allocation not to do. Yeah. you know people were jumping into slots like you know my sister she knows how to do a lot of bookkeeping stuff and to complicate everything it was the worst air quality I've seen in my entire life this last summer yeah, it we was had like 34 days it right. was 
awful. I, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, we had a system, just so everybody can picture this, in my van uh, that we would load people in the back and the front. And when we were running out Keswick, I would run out and the doors would open because automatic doors would open. These people would run out, go get the signatures, come back in. We'd shut the doors. We're back in the air conditioner. Yeah, you know. we'd do like a hop skip. We'd do a you know? hop skip uh, by blocks <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, just because it was. I mean, know. it made a big difference. It was oh my much God. more it was, uh, difficult to yeah, do. Was, I would never. It, do a, a recall in Reading in the summer right. ever again. I was going to say, not just the smoke, but, I mean, but we, we get, had the heat to We've had with. fires in the past, and we've had some pretty big fires, but we never had where every fire in the general area, the smoke blew into the valley yes. constantly. Well, you had the biggest fire in California history. I mean, the Dixie Fire was, was a, it's a million yeah. acres. Right, but I mean, there was smoke coming down from Oregon, smoke coming in from Trinity well, County, smoke coming there, in from yeah, we Washington County. County. Right, I mean, so it was really a... a a, a tough situation, and through it all, you still got signatures for Leonard Modi. Yeah. And, you know, so while Mr. Anselmo, and, and we're friends, um, uh, you know, he came here to Shasta County uh, to build a dream in an area that he saw a lot of conservative ideas, and that's why he came here. Now, he's he's not a billionaire. He's a millionaire, oh. right? And uh, he does have millions of dollars, but he could have gone anywhere in the world, but he chose to come here because he liked the people and he liked the conservative values. And, and so, you know, the Shasta General Purpose Committee was formed here um, to support conservative ideas and conservative candidates. And, you know, the reality is Leonard Modi, he says he's a conservative, so he should support the Shasta General Purpose Committee because it is all about conservative Well, ideas. if he was actually a conservative, we would support him. Correct. But he's not. It's all it's all uh, mouth. You know, and I even posted a meme uh, that shows one of his supporters. Uh, we love our soups, uh, you know, Cementi, Modi, and Rickards. And, you know, behind him is the pictures of him, you know, talking about setting fires on I-5 and stealing <laughs> food from the store. You know, pictures of him up at the, on the chop zone in, in Seattle. He's Antifa. I mean... No, I, wait a second. Two Cops and a rancher, it doesn't get more conservative than that, does it? <laughs> uh, well, but why, reality, is, why is he being supported by all the leftists then? Right. But And your positions, whatever your occupations are, does not describe whether you're conservative or not. And if you have to say you're conservative, you you're not. You probably are. You're not. Well, they've been your playing actions. this game yeah. for a long time right. across the board. I mean, we've seen, I mean, Liz Cheney. I mean, you could right. go on and on and on, you know. Now, the reality Mitt is, Romney is the why other. we have a friend that is a millionaire our opponents, Shasta Forward, are supported by billionaires. Billionaires. Oh, that's new information. And so uh, they don't talk about that. And these billionaires have been involved in politics for a long time, affecting many different races and affecting things that happen in Sacramento for a long time. So they have a lot of influence and they have spent a lot of money. Now that they have something... Um, a do we know who we're talking about? I, I think we do. <laughs> I think everybody kind of knows. And so I must uh, be the only one. I don't. I don't know who we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but they so they make a big deal out of the Shasta General Purpose Committee and some money that come in that has come in. But the reality is that these other people have far far more money and have been influencing things here in Shasta County for a long long time. Now they have some opposition. And they have some opposition that is organized, that is smart, that is caring, and 
that is conservative, and that's the difference. Well, so huh. all they can do is try to smear us. You know, that's what it, where it comes down. I mean, that's what the whole that's what the whole Carlos thing was about. The guy wasn't even on the recall committee. He, he wasn't even involved in the recall. I don't know if he did anything for the recall. Right, I and agree. the committee isn't just formed for the recall. Now like he's Patrick a, hit on right. earlier. It's not just a recall. It's the whole movement. It's the whole county. Right. It's the whole process. Now he supported to, the recall as far as you know. I support you guys, but, but we didn't receive any actual support. I don't think there was any money. I mean, he he wasn't a member. He didn't do any of the right. precincts. He right. didn't. Right. You know, we didn't get any donations. You know, but they attacked him to associate him with the recall, and that was the whole thing was to smear. Right. him to try to smear the recall. Yeah. And I think you'll find what's going to happen on February 1st, if, this is my opinion, if Leonard Modi is recalled, and I believe he will be, um, I don't think he's going to be the last one. Meaning, I know there are other races coming up here right. later this year, but what it shows is grassroots and a lot of people can get things done. Can and, make a difference. And so while they once they see the fruits of their labor being successful, right. um, I think that's going to motivate thousands of people. I think it already kind of is. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I you mean, see I the gotta, movement around? Well, everywhere. I mean, across yeah. the, the nation, yeah. the recalls. I mean, we may be uh, not responsible for all of that, but I know personally that uh, being the tip of the spear up here in California, I've got another buddy of mine down in uh, Nevada County right now, and they're doing a recall. You know? Well, and, and you know, we did, there was a lot of work with these these folks, did a lot of work, and um but it shows that we can do a lot of work. Yes. You know, that we are tough and we can work and we and we can surprise ourselves just how much more work we can do. I remember when I was in college and, and working full time and going to college and every day I was doing more hours, more hours and I I was it I was shocking myself as to how much I could do if I applied myself. But you right. gotta start. Once you start, you can mm -hmm. see that each person is very powerful. And I tell you, there's not much more powerful than these mama bears and papa bears. I agree. Well, I mean, when we were out getting signatures to what you're saying, people were really getting into it. Oh, I can do, I did 50 yesterday. I can do 100 today. It became today. almost a I, competition, yeah, you know, it yeah. It became a competition with different groups. I got more than you did, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, it was a competition. It, 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 it there was really no question. got yeah. people motivated, yeah. like you say. Well, there, but and then yeah. it also got to the grind, right there towards the end, especially to grind it out. It became, we're going to grind this out no, no matter, matter what, what. Be, because of the, the smoke, because of the heat, you know, because, you know, one of the things that I found in the I district. I mean, it took till every last day. I mean, yes. you yes, guys had, did. you didn't have a day to spare. No. And um, we needed every one of those signatures, you know, and a lot of signatures, because I know you guys got at least 6,000, maybe more. And for those that were thrown out, they were usually just small technicalities where a person didn't know how they signed, middle name, no middle name. Um, a lot of things like that would invalidate a signature. And still mm -hmm. through it all, you got the valid number of signatures to push forward on a constitutional recall election. Um, and I think we'll, we'll, we will make history here in Shasta County. And I think it's an opportunity for the public to finally say, we can change um, and here's a way to do it. I know when one of the uh, when this kind of first started, um, I uh, I had won my primary back in March of 2020, but I was not elected yet. I still had to win in November, which was a big a big challenge. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I talked to one of the producers from the Red, White, and Blueprint, and uh, the recall was starting to to pick steam up. and And I'd asked him, "Are you going to help get signatures?" And he said, "No, he's going to document 
what's happening. Sure. And I thought, oh, okay, I guess that sounds pretty good. I don't see a lot of value in that. But hey, I think there is actually, though. Well, what I learned (laughs) was tremendous value by getting uh, messages out. I think that's really been our biggest problem over a long time is that we're not getting anything in the news and in the paper. They have been censoring us. Uh, That's one of my biggest gripes with Mike Mangus personally. I mean, I want to, you know, I I get so mad because they twist, they turn, they misreport, they they, they pick and choose, they cherry pick. And it's not just once. Every single story I've ever been involved with that jerk has been biased to the point of of not reporting the truth at all. Well, and it was just like a year ago this week, um, my first day on the job. Uh, I did not want to do a virtual meeting. There was no reason for me to do a virtual meeting. Um, and so when I went to the Board of Supervisors at 1450 Court Street, I used my key and Les Bob was there and we opened the building. Right. And, and an article in the LA Times came out saying people rushed the chambers, right? Storm, storm, stormed, right? Yeah, and it's like you know what? You couldn't be more Kinda misleading. Kind of like the insurrection, exactly. And that, hey, I was there, and we opened the door, invited right. people to come into their building to have a meeting, a public meeting, the way they're supposed to be. And so they totally lied to forty million people here in California. Right. And then I started thinking about what was said about what happened in Washington D.C. And so then I started thinking that you know what? Unless you were there. You, don't you know. probably don't know you what don't happened know, because exactly. they lie. They lie about everything. I mean, and I've watched lie after lie after lie on everything we've done here. That's why the red, white, and blueprint right. is so important because I mean, it's being documented. I talked to the reporter from the LA Times and said, "I'm here and I'm going to open the doors. This is a public building. There's no reason that we can't. It's it's agendized for this location. I'm going to open up the building." Mm-hmm. She had the chance to report. A true story, but they don't. But they didn't, no. and they printed something totally bizarre and lying. Um, and it's unfortunate that see we saw this yeah. in the, when the Tea Party way back in like oh eight when we started getting together on the Tea Party. And it doing was stuff, the same thing. Same, right. Oh yep, man, exactly. over they, they, and over they used again. their attack dogs in the IRS to go after the the five hundred one c three. They lied at every level locally. Every time yeah. I had an interview with a reporter, it was like. That's not what we talked about, yeah. or that was twisted. That's why I will not do an interview with Mike Mingus. I will right. not even talk to that SOB oh. <laughs> because it, that's what he is. He's an SOB. You know, and the sad part is when you do not have a quality, truthful reporting system. And, you know, Record Searchlight years ago was pretty good. I remember Scott Mobley um, was pretty darn good. And we didn't always agree eye to eye, but it was far better than what we saw today. And he would get to the to the truth many times compared to what's happening today. Right. But by not having that today, it allows corruption to run freely. And, Absolutely. And yeah. that is There's a no big check. issue. There's no check here because you don't have somebody that's going to dig and really get to the truth. Well, that's been the problem with the voting block in this uh, in this county in general is that people out there have been getting misinformation for a long time. They're starting to understand that when Trump came out and said, you guys are fake news, that there was that was like – Wow, the president saying it, and that has trickled down, and that's why you have the citizen journalism, and and you know we yeah t- people uh, questioning what's right, going we, on in the community where we weren't doing it before. We just took it for granted, I'm whatever a, they put out there. That, I'm a business hey, consultant. We're, we yeah. a, I don't do radio and and podcasts. Right. Well, I do now. <laughs> 
you know, and that's the same for a lot of people. We've jumped into the arena because the the press, you know, is very important on the freedom of speech issue. And so I think moving forward after watching the Red, White, and Blueprint and their episodes and whatever else, I think we're going to have to involve ourselves in a way to do that, to get information out to the public because right. they're hungry it for it. Right. Yeah. They want good leaders. They want the county to be ran well. They want the city to be ran well. They want our country to be ran well, but they want the truth. And I think it's it's if we can do that, um, not only are we going to be better for it, but we're going to be free, right. which is what yep. everybody, in, the, for, in my opinion, in this last two years, it's the issue of freedom is being lost right in front of our eyes, and mm-hmm. it's an information battle. Absolutely. And we have not engaged in it before, but now I can see that information is a key and getting information out, letting the public decide, give them the information, let them decide how they feel on a particular issue. And um, so I'm excited about 2022. I think we have a lot of opportunity there, um, you know, and and I think we're going to see changes not only on my board, but uh, school boards and elsewhere. It's already happening. It's yeah. already starting to see that. Yeah. And uh, in other counties, um, we both of us have talked to Cal over uh, in the Grass Valley area, and they're, they're working on it, and, uh, and others as well. And so um, I'm looking forward to it. And, um, you know, it's not... People sometimes said, you know, they've given me a lot of nicknames. I'm sure I got a few this year. Um, I, I guess I'm in the wrong circles because I haven't heard any. But I'd, I, if there are some out there, I'd like to know what they are because you, know, you never know when you might need to use one. I, I, I've been called Black a few mouth. things. But uh, but the reality is that, you know, I care about our city and our county and the cities within the county. I'm not planning on moving. I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm not going to run from this fight. Um, I, I don't think there's any place to uh, run to. I don't think so, yeah. and, I, and I'm not going to, even if there was, because, um, you know, within a day's drive, you do pick up a lot of liberty. Um, but like a disease, if you don't deal with it at its source, it will spread. Well, and but I think I, that's – I'm sorry. I didn't oh, that's okay. I was going to say, but I think if we, if we do the truth and get it out like you're saying – it's going to make all the difference in the world with all the people that are being engaged in what happens in our community well, because of it. It's all about local elections. That's what I'm state. saying. And yeah, then, people are getting engaged. They're going to the school boards. They're getting. Yep. They're going. Hey, I didn't know that. And if they know the truth, like about what Patrick is bringing forward, whether it's the pensions or whatever, and they go, well. Wow! Speaking, really? Speaking so. of voting, the Dominion voting machine. Well, oh reading, yes, <laughs> must be reading my mind. I was I was only going to add one thing to the, the to to the uh, the the state, local, and so forth elections is that you know I think uh, talking real briefly about the state of Jefferson, you know I have been I have pulled back from that a little bit because I don't see us having a chance of getting that done unless we turn over the Congress. Well, this is now we're starting to see that that is now in the sites if we can turn over the congress uh and get a majority we can bypass this this if our votes count right yes we can bypass sacramento because they are so off the charts out of control uh that we might actually get a a, a state formed out of this in the end at the end of the day which would would be great Mm -hmm. and you know that yeah so so last year um i asked for a meeting uh with a representative from the dominion voting machine to come forward and explain to me how uh, he can restore or she could restore my trust in the Dominion voting machines. Um, half the country 
half the people in the United States do not trust our cycle, and that is right. a serious problem. Um, I well, don't. There's a ton of evidence to show that there's there is a problem that has been uh, you know censored at every level. Well, and, and I I need to be shown that I I want to trust things. I want to trust people and I don't mind trusting machines, but I need to be shown that they cannot be manipulated. They did not convince me or try or even attempt to show that these machines can't be manipulated. Now, recently we found out, so this was a a contract, a lease agreement that we're going to renew and it was 2.4 million, something like that, over $2 million lease agreement. The board of supervisors supported that. I voted no. Leonard Modi, for example, voted yes to support the renewal, the lease agreement with the Dominion voting machine. Then we also found recently that a representative from Dominion, Dominion Voting Inc. gave money to Leonard Modi's campaign. Imagine. Oh, that's wow. that's kind of convenient. See, this whole thing stinks of the. It's just like foreign aid at the up at the big uh, at the federal level. They throw foreign aid not mm-hmm. because they care about the country and the foreign aid, but they all get kickbacks from right. these places. You know, okay. so same thing on the voting. It's yeah. just super disappointing. Now, it wasn't the hugest amount of money, I will say that, but it's just the fact that why would you take money? from somebody that works at Dominion when we just approved over a $2 million contract. And there's a lot of people that have issue with this trust. I think it's because it's an in-your-face issue. I think it's like, see, I can do whatever I want, and you can't do a goddamn thing about it. That's what I think. <laughs> well, it was We've very, seen it over and over very again. disappointing. And, and uh, so, you know, we fast forward to today, and in a, less than a month, we're going to have an election, and we're yep. right back at the same problem. Are we going to trust those results? And I really hate that. I want to be able to trust. And it's not so much the office that I have a problem with, the Register of Voters office and the people that work there. I think they're good people. But we have a machine that could be manipulated, and that, to me, is unacceptable. And we have to fix that. Well, well and, and, and we talked to to uh, Kathy Darling, uh, what's this, what's her uh, full Alan. name? Alan. Alan, thank you. Kathy Darling. Uh, and about uh, voter ID, and she she wouldn't even commit to the fact that she right. thought well, it was a good yeah, thing. Well, yeah, she I mean, said that, no, so no I don't, way. So I don't really trust her at all. Uh, I don't dislike her. I think she's a nice person, but I don't trust her judgment in this particular And, and you're correct, Mark. It's, it's true that you can take a ballot, go right down uh, to the Register of uh, Voters Office, and submit it, and they will not check for your ID. Now that is corruption. Yeah, um, they, and we have to do better than that. Right, and and if we can't do better than that, then this lingering problem of trust is going to continue to be there, and the only way to fix it is to fix the office. Then I agree. And if that's going to continue, I never had issues of trust in the past uh, with the ROV and these machines. But it was partially because I did not understand these machines and how they could be manipulated. And and for a lot of us, that is a real concern. Now, my understanding is that the the ROV is the one that that says whether they use the machines or not, not the Board of Supervisors. No, that's actually so. Uh, while the uh, ROV, she likes the machines, she defends the machines, um, this contract was renewed for out of five, renewed that contract. So right. if the Board of Supervisors did not renew that contract, we would have needed to go to some other machine. Right. Okay. So the board is responsible for that machine. We had the opportunity last month 
to stop using that machine. I lost my I lost my trust in the Gary Cat election when we had to go down there and physically we, count the we, votes. Yeah, and he, he won by nine <laughs> votes. You know, and I, I'll tell you what: I, if we had not been there, I would bet you dollars to donuts that Gary wouldn't have won. I'll tell you a little story that happened to me in 2006. Um, that was my third time running for council. I'd lost two times before. In fact, I'd come in dead last. In 2006, the night of the election, I'd lost again. I'd came in fourth. I lost by 150 votes. Um, but I did beat two candidates. So I was feeling a little bit good. Uh-huh, right. I'd beat somebody. And these were good candidates. So I was feeling pretty, pretty solid that, hey, in two years from now, I think I could probably pick up that seat. A couple of weeks went by, phone rang. It was Kathy Darling. And she said, hey, I've got some good news for you. You won. I said, yeah, won what? And she goes, a seat, wow. a seat on city council. And I, she goes, you won by 150 votes. And I said, well, I, no, I, I lost how, by how, how 150. Yeah, she difference? goes, well, we still had thousands of votes to count. And, you know, it goes back and forth. And there was 300-point swing. And you won by 150. I said, exactly 150. And she said, yeah. I said, all right. So swearing was just a few weeks, so I better That's get... interesting. Exactly the same yeah. thing. Exactly. Well, the, then, so I hang the phone up. About an hour later, phone rings again. I pick it up. and it, By the way, you lost? Kathy Darling calling me up, and she used to say, it's okay. It's all right. And I said, uh, what? And she goes, you still won. And I said, okay, uh, what? And she goes, well, we double counted one of the districts, but you've now won only by 89, but it's still okay. Okay. So I hang the phone up. So now I didn't want to answer the phone for the rest of the day because I was it's going the wrong way, right? Yeah, you're going down, not up. Now, clearly, humans are involved and mistakes can be made. Sure. Um, but here we double counted. The question is, was it done on accident or was it done deliberately? Now, in those years, I was endorsed by police and fire and by the unions. Um, and I really started thinking about that years later. Um, and, and the reason why is because how I was treated by the ROV fast forward four years where I was no longer endorsed by police and fire and the unions. We had some pretty bitter labor disputes and I was not treated the same. And it really started making me wonder, you know, what happened in 2006. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that was that was a story that happened. Mistakes can happen. The question was, was it honest or an, a, right. an actual an actual mistake? And uh, and that is a true story. So we have some work to do yeah. in the ROV. Now the good news is, if anyone is interested in being uh, in that position, that comes up in a June primary of this year. In fact, we've got a lot of things this June primary. Yes, I mean, we do. It a is lot going of going to be a busy year. We have two supervisors uh, seats that are going to be open: right. uh, District Five and District One. Uh, we have superintendent of schools. We have the ROV. We have the district attorney. We have the sheriff. Um, all done in June primaries instead of a March. It's a June primary. Now, if there's only two candidates in e- any given race. Whoever the top vote getter is wins it outright. They won't take uh, that position until later. But these primaries are very, very important. And unfortunately, there tends to be a fairly low voter turnout because it's a primary. primary. What's the big deal? It's a primary. And there's no president being or governor being, you know, approved or disapproved. And so um, every vote will count. And uh, so I think this summer is going to be a defining time for Shasta County. And I think there'll be more uh, races being scrutinized right. than ever before. More, more actual involvement from more the involvement. Well, yeah. yeah, I think that more of the people in the community are going to be stepping up for these offices, too. Because yeah. before, we weren't aware of it, you know, yeah. until the last minute. We're, we're kind of getting 
out ahead maybe a little bit as far as that is concerned? Yeah, no, all that stuff won't happen until, you know, February, March, where that'll start gearing up. Obviously, right now, what's in front of us is one more month of this recall, and all eyes will be on this, and uh, candidates... uh, running their ads and uh, letting people know about what they they feel strongly about. And, uh, you know, for me personally, uh, obviously I live in District 4, and so I don't get a vote. And so uh, the public should be aware if you live in District 1, Two or not, not two, 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 you're okay. <laughs> One, three, four, and five, uh, you're not going to get a ballot in the mail. All right. Um, so if you wonder why you're not get a vote and you're hearing all these ads, yeah, it's because you don't live in District Two. I want to have Le- at the moment, I want to have Eli pull up the, the couple of things. I want uh, to show the agenda item. Uh, or for tomorrow's agenda, I think everybody needs to go to the Board of Supervisors meeting. Starts at nine o'clock uh, down at the board chambers. If, I'll be uh, in the other building if probably. We can get Jerry that pulled Judy. up here, <laughs> and let's scroll down to uh, C six, and uh, and it talks about in C six about adopt a salary resolution effective January sixteenth, which amends the Shasta County salary schedule and classification. Specifications to follow deletes the animal blah 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 and adopts the classification specification increases the salary range for all of those people there now starting yeah right about here yeah so I think you should pull that up you can get out at the Shasta County uh, Board of Supervisors website meeting its agenda you can look at it online and let's go to the next uh, uh, deal of the transparent California of the salaries that are being uh, uh, so this is. this is the salaries that are being paid right now before raises. This is this is uh, and actually it's worse than this because this is a uh, twenty uh, and, and uh, two thousand twenty and not two thousand twenty one. So when you look at Karen Randstrom, Health and Human Services, and she's making three hundred and ten grand a year. Uh, that's with salary and benefits, and I think it's actually quite a bit more than that because I believe they got a, at least a thirteen or a, what was it, eighteen percent raise or something this last year. Yeah. Um, uh, so that adds up to more. And you start looking and scroll down at all the people that There's are making Donnell over Donnell Ewart, yeah. uh, Pat Mintern, uh, and we just keep going down. Uh, we don't even get under with uh, salary and benefits under two hundred thousand for quite a little while. So do they desperately need our money? Yeah, to pay their freaking salaries and benefits packages. And it goes on for quite a while. Now, when I look at the Speaker of the House's benefits uh, or wage package, and it's 223,000 or 243,000, I can't remember which. And I'm thinking, these guys are getting paid, some of them more than the Speaker of the House in Washington. How do you reconcile that? Well, They have to do that. Don't you know that? It's just tax money. Come on. Come on, Mark. That's yeah. how you get good people in those positions is you have to pay them that kind of money. And don't this goes on them. and on and on. And she's going to have some numbers for us in the next week or so yeah. that shows the kind of uh, uh, you know uh, money that's being paid out to uh, Health and Human Services. And th- they have to have this money because these guys are draining the county dry. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, you know. And when this you, is just the county. I guess when you really look at these lists and. You know, and I don't mean to be hard on any one of these people, but, um, you know, it is Shasta County. You know the median income here and what it yeah. is. And um, when you see people at beyond six figures um, with, with a, you know, a pretty high retirement, it's, it's going to, to upset a lot of folks. Right. And, um, and, you know, and, and I think over time... Uh, we're going to have to reevaluate a lot of these things right. in that, is that appropriate uh, for here in Shasta County? And 
Um, you know, when you start looking down that list, you see a lot of money. And, you know, when I, you know, since I work in the, in the, in the private sector and I think about tax dollars and how many items I have to sell or things that I have to fix or repair to create that kind of money, um, it is daunting. Um, it is yeah, a lot of money. I think you're hitting on a huge thing between the private sector and the and the uh, the public sector is that in order for us to earn money, we have to produce. Uh, right. uh, and I've worked in the public sector as well as the private sector. You know, I always been in the Forest Service. I've been worked for the city of San Mateo. I've been in the Army. I've been in a few civil service positions. And their incentive is to do less work. Everything is about doing less work and getting the same pay. Whereas over here in the private sector, everything about is about producing more so you can make more money. Right, but you the know, private it, supports it wouldn't bother the other me. one. Right. It wouldn't bother yeah. me so much if we didn't have the unfunded liability right. and we all were living better because of the actions of county employees. Right. And do we feel today, if you ask the average person today, are you better off today than say 20 years ago uh, here in Shasta County. And I don't think you'd find a lot of people that would, no. would be positive on that. And so it's a reflection of what's happening. Right. Um, and, and it's not just Shasta County. It, it's there's a, a, it's big, pic- there's it, a big picture it, here it's too. Now, everywhere. that is up to us as supervisors. We supervise this entire county right. and we have failed you. Well, and just a couple of examples. The Second Amendment sanctuary to say right. we, we want to be a sanctuary county. Uh, you know, we've got Modi sitting there saying, oh, we're I'm in, on his uh, campaign. Oh, I'm in favor of the Second Amendment, except you really aren't. You know, and I'm in favor of uh, free speech, but I'll lock you out of the... the, uh, the uh, you know, if Supervisor, Supervisor Modi room. was really favoring the Second Amendment, even if he didn't like the one resolution that was presented by the local chapter of the California Rifle and Pistol Association, he could have worked with them and simply come back with one that was appropriate. A better, a better, but instead, yes. he made a motion that we're going to put this to bed, is what he, he said right. exactly, and we're never going to discuss it again. Well, how do you think the public is going to respond to that? Yeah. That's um, what I'm talking about. It's the old rhino crap. I'm going to, it's a, you know, I, I say I'm this, right. but I'm really that. You know, and that's the biggest problem I have with Modi, and I've seen it time after time after time. And you don't see this out there in the public unless you attend these meetings. You attend uh, 10 or 15, 20 of these meetings uh, every week. Uh, it doesn't even take that many well, to see the arrogance he, that, that he, well, he is. If you attend 20, you've been there the whole year. Cause they, they, <laughs> because they only show up half the time. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I and, and I'm going to end on this, you know a couple of things. The biggest thing that really, you know, this last... Last year, that really struck me as why we need to have change in this county is when the supervisors locked everybody out and pulled the seats out hmm. of the of the boardroom. So when they let everybody back in, they there was no, no place to sit. Well, you know, I'm pretty good about taking plexiglass down, and I think I'm pretty good about putting seats back up. And I was planning on doing that, but that it did get fixed. Well, they they they, they you couldn't even find them at first, and, and then of course <laughs> they took the seats out, and then they pass a a resolution about decorum where you can't stand, but there was no seats. And (laughs) it it was just a uh, sophomoric is what it is. The reality was this last year, um, we had a chairperson that really did not uh, understand one, the public 
and be able to manage and control the boardroom appropriately. Right. And uh, made many mistakes. We and, might save uh, Cemente for another day. And that, I think we're out of time. But that yeah. was just a lack of experience. Right. And uh, and tomorrow we pick a new chair, so it ought to be exciting. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Yes. That's uh, that's that's good. exciting. Yeah, I wonder who that's going to be. Should be Les Ba. He's vice chair now, but it's up to the board. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you guys would, for having me on. on that Thanks one. for coming in. <laughs> appreciate uh, it. Thank you, Patrick. Another, we uh, appreciate it. Another week gone by with uh, Sovereign Minds, and uh, yeah. uh, we'll see you next week. We'll be uh, back next week yeah. and uh, have some numbers probably for you, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, I guess I should end with my, my patented saying here. Uh, that i got to pull up here, but... Uh, uh, and you, oh, we got to talk about hit the like button. Make sure you share the content. Uh, you know, smash the bell to get notifications. <laughs> all of that and, good and stuff. If you want to help us and donate to us, you can send it to one four four two one Old Oregon Trail, Sweet B, Redding, and we California, thank everybody for six zero zero three. And we thank everybody for who has been donating because yes. we have been receiving donations, we have. and it's really helped out a lot. Government is not reason. It is not eloquence. It is force, force like fire. It is a dangerous servant and a fearful master. We'll see all you right, next week. Next week.